Live from the Vascular Institute of Chattanooga Studio, this is WLND Signal Mountain, Chattanooga. This is a presentation from the Whitfield Media Group. Does your house need renovating? Are you seeking home improvement ideas and advice from professionals? Maybe you're buying a new home and need help deciding what is best. We can help. This is Your Home Radio on 98.1 The Lake, featuring Sean Whitfield, an avid home improvement do-it-yourselfer, and Amanda Battles, realtor with Keller Williams Realty. This is Your Home Radio on 98.1 The Lake. Now here are your hosts, Sean Whitfield and Amanda Battles. Good Saturday morning and welcome to Your Home Radio. We're a radio show that's all about your home. From home improvement, home remodeling, home building, and many more topics that are all related to your home. Thank you so much for joining us. I am Sean Whitfield, and joining me, as she always does, Amanda Battles, realtor with Keller Williams Realty. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Sean. I'm, I'm going to have to get you started with a monster. You're dragging on I me this am. morning. This time change, really, first <laughs> of all, that affected me. Well, that, but... it affected me, but it did for the better. Really? Oh yeah, because now I'm I'm ahead of schedule. Oh, it, no. when the time changes the other way, then that's when I f- I'm running I'm running behind schedule. It takes me a couple of weeks to recover. No, I'm so this dragging. affected you the negative it's still, way. Still, huh? I mean, it's been a week and I'm just I'm not caught up. Yeah. I think I need a day just to just maybe take a nap and <laughs> have a girl's a, day well and cooler weather does this to me when it gets cool outside i want yeah. to curl up with a blanket i feel like i'm supposed to be in and curled up and snugly and instead i'm on the go i'm working and which is a good thing i'm not complaining but yeah. i just need a little downtime well maybe. this weekend's going to be a beautiful weekend mm-hmm. temperatures up in the mid to upper 70s and uh, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to spend as much time as I can outdoors this weekend. Yeah, I worked a lot yesterday, um, had lunch with people in the industry. We ate outside. It was beautiful. And I spent, even in between closings, I had a couple of closings yesterday and spent some time outside. Well, good for you. Yeah. So do you have any big, we, did, we didn't catch up about Halloween yet. So uh, You know, I had a, had a good Halloween, a very nice one. Uh, uh, had dinner over at some friend's house and, um, uh, you know, just sat around and enjoyed company and fellowship with friends and uh, very laid back. And, yeah, it was a nice Halloween. Yeah. I didn't dress up as anything, but uh, uh, there there were a couple of people that were there that dressed up and, you know, dressed up you really d- cool. Do you ever, you don't ever dress up? Uh, it's been a long time. Oh. The last time I dressed up was probably eight or nine years ago and i was superman wow so i had three last costumes time. last weekend which was ridiculous but i didn't want to show up at the same you know the same outfit every time so yeah <laughs> in case uh, there was some of the same people there well on social media everybody posts pictures and i did as well so i just thought well I don't know. Wait, were you one of the ones I saw that posted a picture on social media was was around all these people and nobody had on a mask? Was that you? Mm, that wasn't you, no, was No, I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. Not you know, at all. That is one thing that I noticed uh, this past weekend is I'm seeing all these people that are at Halloween party events. And I even saw s- some photos that were taken at Bud's where they had a big Halloween party. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing all these people elbow to elbow, shoulder to shoulder. And no one's wearing a mask, and the COVID numbers are going up 
more than ever. And I'm thinking, you know, okay, I get it. You're not, you can't live in a cocoon. You need to be out, but at least put your mask on if you're going to be in a closed environment right. like that. Yeah, we were mostly outside though. Yeah. And one of the events, she limited it to like 10 people. She even had uh-huh. a DJ. So everybody's kind of distancing, you know, dancing <laughs> and everything. So it was well, pretty cool. And, and I was thinking, I thought, if I was going to be uh not so wise to be at a party where i'm shoulder to shoulder with people i sure as heck would not be putting it on facebook (laughs) 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 for everybody to judge me like what i was doing ah well we all have our own opinions so let's uh so what were you um, an angel. I was an angel, and I was Minnie Mouse. I thought you were dressed up like that every day. I am actually. When the two places that I dressed <laughs> as an angel, I did say, "What are you talking about? I'm not in costume. This is just me." <laughs> but then I um, also went as Minnie Mouse and oh, a gangster. A gangster. Yes. What made you decide to choose that? Um, I dressed. You know how? Well, I think we discussed that before because you'd never heard the term flapper the little 20s dancing yeah. like their their dresses swish and all that so typically when you think of the 20s you think of women dressing that way and men as gangsters and mm-hmm. i thought well why can't i be a gangster yeah so i was like the original bonnie of bonnie and clyde i guess you could say yeah but huh. just something i like to do something a little different after i got over to uh, our friend's house i was sitting there at dinner thinking i thought you know i should have came dressed up as trump because my friends are huge Biden oh, fans. Yeah. And uh, so we, we joke in fun. Uh, we can have a good debate without anybody being upset or right. being offended. As it should be. And and I, I thought, I should have come walking in dressed up like Donald Trump. I did see there was um, a picture that went viral. It, it was about a two to three year old little boy dressed as Trump. And they had painted his face orange and the big hair. It was a adorable and then i think the the child next to him was dressed as biden but it wasn't as i mean trump does have a very flamboyant you know look about him and so it was adorable though to see the two kids dressed like that just something different yeah well before we get into uh, discussing a lot of topics related to the home gotta ask you this question are you do you have election fatigue you know that's probably part of my problem today today. i'm mentally drained (laughs) So, how many hours a day would you? I have not, and figure you were watching ago, television. Well, I'm not a big TV person, and so I did turn on the news that night. My son and I, we were following the electoral, you know, the votes coming in and everything. But I just, I had a feeling, of course, it was going to be this way, and I thought I'm not going to stay on top of it. I let him tell me the updates, and I was like, "That's great, I want you involved," but I've not watched a whole lot of it, and mm. I don't know at what point is it going to be called and then you know i know that trump is filing lawsuits so it's i don't see an end necessarily in sight immediately yeah this is uh certainly uh an unusual different mm-hmm. election that we've just experienced i found myself um uh hypnotized i don't know i can't for the lack of a better word I, I up until yesterday, I, I, f- I felt like I just had to be close to the television and I would find myself flipping between Fox, CNN and maybe one or two of the other networks keeping up with it. Mm-hmm. I would go to bed at night with it on. I'd wake up in the middle of the night 
it, my television would still be on. I'd watch 10 or 15 minutes to get to see what the latest numbers were. Then I'd fall back to sleep. Then I'd, I'd wake up, you know, in the morning and I was, you know, tuned in to wanting to know, okay, where are things at? How many ballots have been, you know, coming in for which states? And um, so it almost, you know, came uh, like an addiction mm-hmm. for two or three well, days. I just feel like we're having the same conversation over and over and it's dividing mm-hmm. our nation. There's a lot that's happened this year that's divided our nation. And Oh yeah, we've been divided. Yeah, for a while and I think now. watching it, I don't want to I hate to say this, but I don't want to waste my time watching it when I feel like all every one of us as a citizen just needs to contribute to make this world and especially our country the best it can be. So to hear them just constantly berating each other and the other party i'm just it's so draining it's not it's not productive and i understand it is a process and we have to do that and it's just for people like me just be the best you can make good choices and make it about what's the best for us um you know you're asking for a lot who me yeah why <laughs> what do you mean that, just, that all sounds that people so, will, i know it's simple and yeah, it's so ridiculously people make it make that very difficult yes when it should be something very simple and easy yes. to do and it's just it's amazing i don't know i just i watch and i think i can't i can't listen to this and mm-hmm. uh, social media and it's just non-stop and so i've just tried to post more positive things and things going on in my life to maybe break the monotony of listening to the same you know it's covid and it's the election and things like that because there's a lot of people out there that if if they suffer from depression i could see where you know liquor sales are up that kind of thing domestic violence is up and so this is only hurting well and and to be going there's no question about it president donald trump is a president like none we've ever had in history and um he is not afraid of a fight mm-hmm. he fights to which win. i admire yeah he fights whether, whatever party i do admire that. he fights to win and uh, you know here it is just saturday it's only been four days since the election and this thing is uh gonna be drug drug out for mm-hmm. for a little while so we're just all gonna have to uh keep this in our prayers and uh hope that our country can overcome this sooner than later and uh, we can have a peaceful nation at some point and everybody come together as Americans. Agree. And also, I'd like to throw this out there. Don't forget that next week is Veterans Day on Wednesday, November the 11th. So kind of have a day to... That is where our country really needs to focus and have a day to think about those that are serving overseas or they're, um, they're separated from their families and they're not getting... To be with any of us at all you know minus covid or whatever else is going on it's not about mm-hmm. that we're missing the holidays we're missing the vacations they're the ones who it should be centered around that day and i'm hoping that people do appreciate that and thank a veteran um my father is actually um a veteran and then my son is enlisted now so it means the world to me and i know what my family has endured um and he's just starting so i can't imagine what else um what else we have ahead of us but um and then i have a family member he's retired special forces and his family they moved wherever he was stationed i mean all all these military families you know they don't know where they're going to be next i don't know where my son's going to be in a few months 
and i think maybe that's part of it you know i don't want to listen to it i'm just i know what's important in my life and and i can't change the outcome so yeah anyway thank your veterans every day not only november the 11th but every day yeah very good advice all right today we're going to be talking about a subject that uh, all of us have to deal with at some point and that is insurance fun topic yeah we're going to be talking about (laughs) homeowners insurance we're going to be talking about when it's necessary to have flood insurance what are some of the things you need to be aware of questions you need to ask your agent mm-hmm. related to homeowners insurance yes there's lots of details and it can be a little overwhelming mm-hmm. but yes lots of questions for that and we're going to also ask our guest about this question what happens if you have a tree that's on your property or let me back up for just a moment what happens if there's a tree on your neighbor's property and it falls and lands on your property and does damage to your property or to your home. Who's responsible? Mm-hmm. Very so we're going to get the answer to some questions like that. So George Gray with Allstate is going to join us, and we're going to have a conversation with him about home insurance. And he's wonderful. Very good information yes, from him. he is. Very much so. Very knowledgeable. And then uh, also Amanda's got some uh home your home radio surprises up her sleeve some topics that we're going to talk about yeah we'll i always stay tuned you never know i always tell <laughs> my friends know. i'm like i can't believe um they actually give me airtime every week <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's still going on so i can't believe they're allowing this you never know what miss amanda is going <laughs> to yes. have to say in topics related to your home uh one last point before we go to a break and uh, i'm kind of being silly when i share uh, this oh, but no. I, I've, I've got to do this Did you hear about the referendum that was passed in East Ridge the other day? No. You didn't hear about that? No. It was a referendum voted by the uh, citizens of East Ridge in favor of retail package liquor sales, 62-64 to 21-59. It was a landslide approval uh, this past Tuesday in East Ridge. So you live close to East Ridge. Right. Were you aware they didn't have liquor stores in East Ridge? No. Well, no, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Nailed it. So in the future, East Ridge Um, is a backup source for you. Yeah. Because you live right across the state Yeah, because, I mean, I usually, East Brainerd is, there's, I can... Two there, there's oh yeah, there's one. Oh, never mind. I'm so, not even gonna. So, I'm not even gonna go. In the so mouth, when I but. saw that story in the Times Free Press, I thought, you know, this is, <laughs> this is going to be a relief for Amanda because now she's got a backup plan. That's why he brought up the election, folks. He's like, I wonder if she's going to bring that up. I bet she was. You know, you cheering it all. You have to. You have to go into the Graysville area and you have to cross those railroad tracks. And sometimes. The train goes across those tracks and stops traffic for back for about a half hour. Uh-huh. So if you're having a liquor run, you can turn around and be in East Ridge in no time. <laughs> All right, we got a lot of your home radio to come, and I promise you this is a show that's all related to your home, but we have a good time doing it, and we hope you enjoy it as well. A lot more to come here on this Saturday morning. It's going to be, be a beautiful day, and good morning to everyone listening. For Amanda Battles, I'm Sean Whitfield. Stay with us. For past shows and more information about Your Home Radio, check out our website at yourhomeradio.net. Built by Avalon Design Studios. Back with more Your Home Radio on 98.1 The Lake in just a moment. 
Like us on Facebook and Instagram. For past shows and more information about Your Home Radio, check out our website at yourhomeradio.net, built by Avalon Design Studios. Now, back to Your Home Radio. Here's Sean Whitfield and Amanda Battles. Welcome back, and thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of your day. If you're always on the move, download that free radio.com app to your smartphone or tablet and keep us tuned in each Saturday morning right here on 98.1 The Lake. I am Sean Whitfield along with Amanda Battles. And Amanda, it is time to start talking about some common questions and uh, topics related to homeowners Um, insurance. mm -hmm. And this is something that uh, anybody that's a homeowner has got to uh, be aware of all the different things that you need to know about it. It's easy to go to our home and say, oh, honey, this is perfect for us. And then you start going into underwriting and they're asking for things like, well, you, it's in a flood zone. You need flood insurance or mm-hmm. things like that. So yeah. just very happy to have our guest on today to kind of fill in some answers for us there. Very much so. It is my pleasure to uh, bring on our guest. He's on the Vascular Institute of Chattanooga Hotline, and that is none other than George Gray with Allstate. Good morning, George. Good morning, guys. Amanda, Sean, it's great to be back on the show. Well, you're quite welcome. Thank you again for taking some time out. George, I want to start off and talk about uh, homeowners insurance related to water. And I think this is probably a a topic that you have a conversation about at least once every day. And so let's talk about water damage and how that's related to homeowners insurance and some of the uh, maybe some of the advice and uh, suggestions you would have for folks uh, when considering homeowners insurance and thinking about water. Sure. Water damage could probably be uh, one of the biggest curveballs in understanding your uh, your homeowner's policy and, and what is and is not covered, uh, because your many of your exclusions will revolve uh, around water, such as groundwater coming in from from outside uh, to inside your home, penetrating your home. We see that a lot if we have just torrential rains where uh, basements particularly uh, take on water. Water comes in underneath the doors or, or penetrates through the, through the block or, or whatever the case may be, and, and generally groundwater is not going to be a covered loss. Now, there may be times that this could be covered uh, under a flood policy through the National Flood Insurance Program, and uh, most of your local uh, homeowner's agents uh, can offer a flood policy, so uh, it is a good idea to have a good understanding of of, of what risk you really face, uh, get the advice of a professional and determine uh, whether you need to make that investment into uh, into flood insurance uh, because it does protect against damages to your home, to your contents, uh, if you do take on water from outside. But George, uh, generally, how, speak, George, how generally easy, speaking, I, I wanted to share with you, uh, uh, if, if the water intrusion begins in the home, in most cases, that's going to be covered. So a busted pot, for example, anything that's a sudden occurrence where it occurs from inside the home is going to be covered. So I'll always tell my clients, uh, you know, remember a bust is, is going to be covered because that's sudden. But if you have a leak that just gets ignored for years or maybe you don't even know about it and, and rotting begins to set up, that's generally going to be declined. It'll be considered maintenance. George, I wanted to ask before we get too far, how does a homeowner know whether or not they're in need of flood insurance? Does most agents... Are they educated well enough and know the business well enough to be able to determine that, or does it require 
a, another professional at a much higher level to make that determination? No, your, your, your homeowner's insurance agent should be well-versed on that. You know, I can't give an assurance for who is or who isn't, but uh, it's, it's certainly essential uh, in our agencies. And I think with most of my colleagues uh, uh, with the company I'm with or even uh, uh, competitors that I have friendships with uh, are going to be well-versed in that. So I would have to say, you know, throughout the industry, most of your uh, homeowners insurance professionals are, are going to be well-versed. Um, there, there is uh, flood zones uh, that uh, uh, that would determine the level of risk uh, that that you uh, that you may uh, that may be presented to you based on uh, hundred year flood records and things of that nature. Um, so you know you can really make a good determination. But the thing to remember, even if you're not in a high risk flood zone, it really just means your 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 flood insurance risk is much lower, and to have that coverage is going to be so much less expensive. So. I think I think it's a, a viable option for every homeowner to look at and, um, and and consider whether you know that works under their budget uh, because there are uh, occurrences each year that I see where folks say I would have never believed that I could have taken on water in the home and again most of the time those are basement floodings uh, but we had a, a very nice uh, neighborhood in uh, in Cleveland Bradley County that uh, uh, the, the drains just got so backed up earlier this year uh, that, that homes took on water. And uh, so it, it really can happen anywhere, even if you're on a hill or something of that nature. So is someone covered with uh, a claim like that, even if they don't have a, an additional flood insurance per se policy? No. No, you know, outside water, water that comes from ground level or beneath ground level, is always going to be listed as an exclusion okay. uh, in a in a homeowner's policy. So, generally speaking, you're going to need the, the flood insurance protection to cover that type of loss. I purchased a home where <clears throat> the homeowner had she'd owned the home for three years and had to have flood insurance, and then FEMA had reevaluated everything. And she, sure enough, mm-hmm. when I bought the home, it wasn't required. But I do recommend, like he said, getting that coverage because you just never know. And I don't, I'm not sure really how often FEMA, like where they select and how often they reevaluate, or if that's something that maybe a homeowner in a, or in a particular neighborhood can get that reevaluated and say, hey, things yeah, have changed. Cases, in most cases, Amanda, FEMA is going to require an um, uh, elevation certificate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you would have a surveyor uh, come out. Uh, you know, you'd pay four, five, six hundred dollars as a homeowner to have that surveyor come out if there's not already an elevation certificate on file. Um, and, and the local courthouse could have that. Uh, uh, so if you do find there's been no um, uh, certificate provided, then you would have to have an elevation. Yeah, I've had I've had mortgage um, providers pr- they required that because even mm-hmm. the house wasn't in the flood zone, but uh, like a portion of the garage, it was one corner of the garage, and we had to hire a surveyor to come out and get that certificate just because it does make your mortgage, of course, higher because you're you escrow your insurance yep. in there. So it was going to be well, a substantial seen, seen amount. Many cases where it's just one corner of a property, you know not even the, the the structure of the dwelling mm-hmm. itself and and the the mortgage lender would would require that in those cases also george uh, is there kind of a benchmark of, of of additional cost to a policy that people can kind of figure on is it like a 20 30 40 percent increase to your typical homeowner's insurance policy if you have to add 
flood insurance? Is there any kind of benchmark? Well, now flood insurance, important to know, flood insurance is not a uh, addition to your homeowner's policy. It is a separate policy in itself. Oh, okay. Uh, but, but, you know, there, there would be no way to throw out a specific number because you've got to take the flood zone into example, the amount of coverage, the deductible that's chosen. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll have some that will carry a $1,000 deductible. Others may carry a $10,000 deductible, uh, depending on what their particular need, depending on what the lender will allow. Uh, so it, it can vary. I've I've had I've had premiums that are as little as you know two three hundred dollars a year, and I've saw premiums that were five figures, and those generally being on commercial property. But uh, uh, you can get some very expensive premiums depending on the exact flood zone. I, I would say if if a listener is looking at a house uh, to buy, uh, you should know whether you know whether. The flood insurance is going to be required on that, what that cost may look like, just just doing the due diligence up front uh, and even knowing what your homeowner's insurance cost is going to be ahead of making the decision on that house because I think it's all relevant. George, what happens if your hot water heater bursts or your dishwasher or a pipe uh, bursts on your washing machine? What happens then? Yeah, those those are going to be common uh, covered losses under the uh, homeowner's policy. Uh, so any damage uh, would be uh, covered there uh, to get you back uh, to the condition you were before the loss with like kind and quality uh, materials. Um, so coverage would apply. Those examples you give uh, are all examples of a sudden and accidental loss. Mm-hmm. So that that's really the key element there is it's sudden. And I alluded uh, a little earlier to the fact that if you had a, a leaky pipe, a leaky pipe does not happen suddenly. It's a maintenance issue that happens over time. And this can be something that can be very frustrating to a homeowner when it occurs because uh, most of us have dealt with a leak of some kind uh, in our life, you know, whether it's uh, a small leak under the sink and hopefully we catch it on time. But it, it's, it's very conceivable to have no idea you have that leak. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, you may find out feeling softness in your in your bath uh, bathroom floor or, or whatever the case may be, or, or seeing a seeing a buckle uh, around your refrigerator where the uh, the refrigerator ice maker may have had a slow leak for a while. And uh, those coverages are considered to be maintenance and are generally not covered under a homeowner's policy. If you add flood insurance to your existing, so you did not purchase a new home, is there a waiting period to add flood insurance? 30-day waiting period. Now, if you are buying a new home, uh, that waiting period does not apply. All right. George, what happens if uh, you have a sump pump under your house, you have a real bad storm, you have some flash flooding, perhaps the power has gone off so the sump pump is not able to work? What happens then? Yeah, uh, it, you know, it, it's it's going to still be considered groundwater. Even water intrusion from a sump pump is going to be commonly in the exclusions of the policy. Uh, I think I think one thing that's important to note talking about water coverage is because there's so, so, uh, what's covered and what's not. There's so many different scenarios mm-hmm. of, of a way a homeowner can uh, incur a loss. Uh, is to uh, really take a dive into your homeowner's policy or get with your agent and go through the exclusions. It will take you five minutes or less, but it gives you a broader understanding of what's not covered because with a, with a homeowner's policy, 
if, if it's not in the exclusions in most cases, and you'll need to check with your agent on this because uh, companies can vary on their, on their rules and, and conditions of the policy, but in most cases, if it's not in the exclusions, it will be a covered loss. All right. Interesting Good details. advice. Yes. George, is there anything else related to water that uh, we need to let folks be aware of? I'll share. I'll share one other thing that um, that is a fairly common occurrence, and that is uh, uh, backup uh, water backup uh, from sewer lines. And when a backup occurs, and it is determined that that clog or, or whatever's caused it to back up occurs off of the boundaries of your property, it is generally excluded from coverage unless you're policy has a provision that states otherwise. Many policies and many companies do offer a, uh, a rider for this, um, uh, an additional attachment you can put on the policy, maybe called water backup coverage, maybe called sewer backup coverage, uh, very important coverage to consider uh, uh, because those type of losses can get very expensive. And, uh, you know, if that occurs, I think, to, to most people outside of the insurance industry, the initial thought's going to be, great, I've got homeowner's insurance, only to be discouraged when you find out there's no coverage that applies. So making sure you have water backup uh, on your policy, I think, is, is critically important. There could be uh, situations, uh, depending on company and policy provisions, uh, if you have a septic tank, you very well may not need that, because if that backs up, that's going to... to to be caused uh, or it's going to originate on the grounds of your, you know, in the, in the perimeters of your property. So uh, the policy very well may cover that anyway. But if you're on sewer, uh, I would certainly uh, check with my agent and see if uh, I need that coverage or if I have that coverage. George, uh, perhaps there's a storm that's came through the area or we've had some flooding. I have my neighbor's tree fall onto my property and do some damage to my property or to my house. Who's liable? Great question. I'll probably get that one at least once a week, but that is a, that's a super question. Uh, uh, you are not liable. Uh, I'm sorry, your neighbor is not liable uh, for that tree that was on his property that falls on your property. So it would be your homeowner's coverage that would uh, that would take care of the, the losses there. You know, unfortunately, Sean, if it's your neighbor's tree, you're thinking, man, I've got to incur you know, a thousand dollar deductible or a one percent deductible or twenty five hundred dollar deductible, but that is the reality. So yeah. there's no liability on the neighbor there. There would have to be negligence involved. So, you know, if it's a if it's a dead tree, uh, something of that nature could be a different story. But we do see uh, when the ground gets saturated, we see trees uproot. When we have tornadoes, we see trees torn apart, uprooted, uh, have heavy storms, same thing. Uh, there's no liability for you on your tree if that happens to fall on a neighbor's property on their car, something of that nature. And and that brings up a good point when you're talking about maybe the tree is dead. I, I had a neighbor not long ago, uh, probably seven or eight houses up from me in my neighborhood, and his neighbor had a big pine, and it was dead. It had been dead for a while. Mm-hmm. He had even brought it to his attention. Hey, do you plan to cut that thing down? The neighbor says, no, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, don't want to spend the extra money right now. He says, well, you know, if it falls this direction, it's going to land in my yard and tear down my fence. And mm-hmm. the neighbor just ignored it. And sure enough, it happened. Oh, no. So when something like that happens where you've had that conversation with your neighbor, it has been made known 
that this damage could incur who is is the neighbor still not held responsible they they very they were very well could be and should be um uh in most cases uh you know the the neighbor's probably not going to uh turn in a liability claim on his own through his insurance carrier for being negligent uh Uh, obviously you don't want disputes with your neighbors i I certainly wouldn't go that route uh (laughs) you know if you've been courteous and asked them to remove it and you've done your due diligence um i would also suggest uh when when that occurs take a picture of it but when you turn that into your insurance carrier they're generally going to go back and subrogate against that neighbor and and force a liability claim on them or for them to pay for those damages plus your deductible so they can reimburse your deductible Mm -hmm. that is so expensive have you ever priced or gotten quotes on getting your trees cut down Oh, I was so shocked. Several thousand dollars if it's a Yes, big yes. And of course... It can, it can be very expensive. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you do want to make sure you get a licensed professional. There's a lot that can go wrong, uh, especially if you're dealing with large trees. I mean, I, uh, you know, I have relatives that have taken some trees down themselves in, in, in their yard and on their property. And, you know, that's, that's fine and well, you know, if you're going to do it on your own property. But uh, definitely if you're uh, not able to do that i would i would suggest a licensed professional and that does come with a cost sometimes depending on the 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 size uh, of the tree yeah george for those out there listening and they would like to reach out to you or someone in your organization uh possibly to ask some questions get a quote uh do some business with you uh share with us how they can do that oh absolutely we're located at uh, 8618 Highway 58, uh, Suite 104 in Harrison, um, uh, just backside of the Oudawa. And uh, we're in the Food City Plaza there, uh, uh, opposite end of, uh, of Subway uh, Restaurant. And our number there is 899-5105. Uh, we have a great team there. Uh, Tasha and Elizabeth are always there. I'm in there uh, also uh, quite frequently and uh, have a couple of other agencies. So I, I get around to those. But uh, we'd be happy to answer any questions or help anyone. And where can they find you online? Online, allstate.com slash George Gray. G-E-O-R-G-E-G-R-A-Y. All right, Allstate dot com slash george gray because i'm sure there's many listening this morning that are in their cars and they're not able to write down that phone number and uh so be sure and go online and uh google and i, I guess you could also google uh, george gray allstate and go right to it Okay. It would, it would, uh, if you Google search it, it would pop up our, uh, our website. Sure will. Yeah. Well, George, thank you so much for your time and joining us this morning. And also, folks, George is who I use for my homeowner's insurance. So I want to just say a testimonial here. I highly recommend him. He's going to do a great job for you, and he's going to take care of you anytime you are in need of his services. So, again, George Gray Insurance located there in Harrison. All right, it is time for us to take a break. When we come back, we got a lot more of your home radio to come. For Amanda Battles, I'm Sean Whitfield. Stay with us. For past shows and more information about Your Home Radio, check out our website at yourhomeradio.net, built by Avalon Design Studios. Back with more Your Home Radio on 98.1 The Lake in just a moment. Like us on Facebook and Instagram. For past shows and more information about Your Home Radio, check out our website at yourhomeradio.net, built by Avalon Design Studios. Now back to Your Home Radio. Here's Sean Whitfield and Amanda Battles. 
Welcome back, and thank you so much for joining us. We're a radio show that's all about your home, from home improvement, home remodeling, home building, and many more topics that are all related to your home. I am Sean Whitfield, along with Amanda Battles, realtor with Keller Williams Realty. Also, too, before we uh, get started back, uh, I would like to encourage folks, if you've got any questions, comments, suggestions, anything related to your home, uh, we encourage you to go to our website, yourhomeradio.net, go to the uh, section Ask Us or Contact Us, and uh, let us know what you think. Absolutely. We're always open to ideas for future show topics. Yeah. We take uh, lots of compliments, and we even take criticism. <laughs> well, I don't know if I take criticism very well. He's speaking for himself, folks. Uh, no, yeah, kidding. yeah, Amanda, she didn't take criticism very well. <laughs> uh, or if you're uh, in the market to buy or sell a home. Um, that's right. I work seven days a week. I work holidays, and that's something that I stressed last weekend, even though you post the fun on facebook and things but mm-hmm. i worked every day i got two under contract last weekend and i went to listing appointments and i showed a few homes so it's it's a seven days a week kind of thing but yeah. i love it and so if you are looking to buy or sell i'm always available yeah and amanda it, i mean let's just face it let's be candid there's a lot of realtors out there. There's what over fifteen hundred. Yeah, there's a ton of us in the tri-state way. area. Yeah. So, folks, the reason I bring that portion of this comment up is uh, not all realtors are the same. And I have known Amanda for quite a few years, and she works hard. She's going to be there when you need to get in touch with her, whether it's text, phone call, or email. And when she says she goes out at seven days, she does. Mm -hmm. So don't hesitate to reach out to her because uh, she is above the rest. Thank you so much. There is a big difference. I have uh, come to learn with realtors. Some uh, have a lot different work ethics than others. Mm -hmm. And uh, you are at the top of the the list of people that uh, have an outstanding work ethic that's uh, in the real estate world and... I know uh, you're going to do them a great job. Thank you. We always track, or at least I do, um, where each sale, every closing for the year, um, where the source was. Was it your sphere of influence or referral? And the majority of mine, I have lots of past clients, and that is the biggest compliment to me is when they call me again or they say, hey, my mom's ready to buy or something like that, and they contact me right off the bat. It just that is more than the pay now don't get me wrong <laughs> i don't work for free obviously but um and that's but you know, she will do trades i have, I have well i have to ask my broker for that but no. I, there have been items um yeah. services that um this is really going off on a tangent because people are going to read going to be like what is she talking about but uh, um i mean there's just some things that you can but i do have to ask my broker and he's like no you know that's not going to pay your mortgage amanda so yeah. <laughs> um but yeah and also a point that to make like i said the pay and all that a lot of people are unaware that buyers agents 
the seller pays the commission and that pays for the buyer's agent as well so a lot of people are unaware of that and then they contact me and they say well how do i pay you what is the process as a buyer's agent and so typically it is right there in that listing agreement and whatever the seller listed for that commission is split between your sellers the listing agent's brokerage and the buyer's agent brokerage Mm -hmm. so um that's something that gets frequently people are like oh I, you know i didn't realize that and also just because like i can sell anywhere in the state of georgia and tennessee i'm currently working on my alabama license and so i can show any properties that are for sale the only um difference is if it's a for sale by owner we try to negotiate that with the the homeowner but sometimes i just recently closed one and the buyer did pay the commission for me to represent them because there's a lot of liability involved you have a lot of disclosures and these forms are things that attorneys have just poured over and critiqued and restructured. They restructure things every year. And so it protects both sides to go through a realtor and go through the paperwork, go through the proper documentation. Yeah. So that's very important. And um, all, all great points. Yeah. But we, we're still busy. Um, and actually, according to the National Association of Realtors, I thought this was interesting because sometimes it takes a, a good month for them to consolidate all the the data that has um, occurred. And it said that um, the pending home sales in September, it declined 2.2% from the previous month. So it, we had a little bit of a slow, not slow, let me get back up on that, but a little bit slower, 2.2%, but it's still 20.5% ahead of what it was a year ago. So this is, I mean, it's just insane right now. So the saying that a lot of folks I've heard say this before, that were thinking about selling their home, say it was in the fall of the year, and they go, well, I'm going to wait until the spring to put my house up for sale because it'll sell better. That's not really the case right now. It, it, it can sell well 12 months a year. Right. And like we saw back in February, March, things can just change you don't know what's going to happen for unemployment and the forbearance things that people um were offered things can just change with our economy and everything so i would definitely i would list it now and maximize i've got people who they were on the fence for a while and they said we just knew this was it this was the time and they listed it and it went under contract in a matter of days mm-hmm. it's amazing um and the us uh, usa today had a recent article that down payments of course are rising because the home home prices are climbing so Mm -hmm. that is something that's interesting that i hadn't even thought about and you don't necessarily there's that's another um myth is that you have to have 20 percent down and they think i can't i can't afford that there's no way i can afford 20 percent down and that is honestly it's very rare so your lender is going to get you pre-approved but there's loans that if you are um if you qualify for those it's no money down i actually had a closing recently they went usda and because of how much that we got the sellers to pay toward closing costs my buyer actually got a check at closing they didn't have to bring anything to closing they got their earnest money back which was we put i think a thousand dollars um so they left with the check just like i did and the homeowner did so there's there are great programs out there va loans that's one of the absolute best zero down payment um but a lot of there's there's also um fha with three and a half percent so don't don't be afraid and think there's no way i can and yes 
this article it does say that the down payment is rising but it's because the home prices are climbing so if they're not necessarily if they're shopping in the three hundred fifty thousand dollar range and they want to go conventional and they're wanting to put five or ten or fifteen percent down of course the purchase price and what the percentage is they're going to put down Mm -hmm. a good chunk more but it's not required with all loans yeah this uh this great uh ride that we're on in the home industry has has got to come to a stop sooner or later it's, I know there's no end in sight, but it doesn't last this this good forever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Um, are, are you hearing any rumblings in the industry? Any forecast or predictions? I, I think a recent article I saw that things were going to be good at least through the beginning of 2023. Yeah, but I think you, so for the next few you know next few months. Um, interest rates are pretty. 2.7 ish these last few that i've closed but it where my where my concern is is a lot of people who maybe were struggling to begin with and then they were laid off or they did the forbearance which that's an entirely different show we could have an entire show about that um forbearance of their mortgage and it's it's just we're going to see that trickle down because we did have help from the government and things like that so that's Mm -hmm. where i'm thinking we may have a lot of people who they have to sell their home and they aren't in a competitive spirit they just have to let it go yeah so sadly yeah all right well let's take a quick break we got a lot more your home radio to come for amanda battles i'm sean whitfield stay with us For past shows and more information about Your Home Radio, check out our website at yourhomeradio.net, built by Avalon Design Studios. Back with more Your Home Radio on 98.1 The Lake in just a moment. Like us on Facebook and Instagram. For past shows and more information about Your Home Radio, check out our website at yourhomeradio.net, built by Avalon Design Studios. Now, back to Your Home Radio. Here's Sean Whitfield and Amanda Battles. Welcome back, and thank you so much for making us a part of your day. I am Sean Whitfield, along with Amanda Battles, and I want to recognize and thank all of our great sponsors, and that is uh, Keller Williams Realty of Greater Chattanooga, Whitfield Oil Company, Carter Heating and Air, Texas Roadhouse, Vascular Institute of Chattanooga, Southern Surgical Arts, Avalon Design Studios, ADS Security, Rick Davis Golden Diamond, and Volunteer Ritapest. All right, uh, Amanda, one thing that uh, I saw a story on the other day, it was in the Chattanooga Times Free Press, and it seems like anything related to the home world, home improvement, home remodeling, uh, the home sales and, and buying and selling the business you're in is doing well. And mm-hmm. I saw a story that they did where nurseries and landscapings, landscaping companies are just booming right now. A lot of them are having the best years they've ever had uh, because people are seems like with the pandemic, they're spending a lot more time at home and they're wanting to reinvest in their home with what we're seeing Mm -hmm. with home improvement. But they're also doing it with the nurseries and they're taking more interest and pride in their yards. And uh, so I found that uh, 
fascinating because it goes right in line with all the other growth and success that we're seeing in the home world. Well, what's funny is I'm not part of that um, <laughs> that number because I started off the spring. Your yard looks nice. Well, it does. But I did that when I first moved in. And so I landscaped, but gage always jokes like i will buy a plant he's like mom you've killed aloe before you've killed a cactus like stop you've got to stop this but i had spent a lot at a local nursery locally owned nursery and for two um two plants beside the door and they have just burned up i didn't baby them and i didn't water them and so i'm i guess i'm just not part of that number (laughs) so that's not your expertise yeah potted plants are not if they're in the ground and god gives them rain then that's fine but if i'm responsible then no yeah yeah hey i want to let folks know uh of several resources that they can go and listen to your home radio of course, you can listen to us here on 98.1 The Lake each Saturday morning at 8, or you can listen to us on the Radio.com app at that time also. So if you're traveling out of town you want to catch the show, you can do that. Also, you can go and listen to any past show at yourhomeradio.net. And we're also in a podcast form. You can find us on you, uh, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pocket Cast, and Stitcher wow so we're that's a little intimidating you might not should have told me all that so you can find us in all kinds of locations so if you're getting ready to go for a walk or you're at the gym and you want to listen to a previous episode of your home radio maybe there was a, a specific guest that we've had on maybe you're wanting to hear about appraisals or insurance or many of the topics that we've had here on the program you can go back you can listen to uh, previous shows at any of those uh, forms of your entertainment listening and also listen at your convenience right so pretty cool well i hope you have a great weekend you too enjoy this gorgeous weather that's right we're flat out of time all right well that does it for this week's edition of your home radio right here on 98.1 the lake coming up stay tuned on the move radio and uh, that is Amy Morrow, Barry Quarter with the Chattanooga Times Free Press, and myself. We've got a great show lined up, as usual, coming up here in just a moment. We want to thank you for listening to Your Home Radio. We'll be back again next Saturday morning at 8 a.m. for a radio show that's all about your home. For Amanda Battles, I'm Sean Whitfield, and have a great weekend. This has been Your Home Radio on 98.1 The Lake. For more information, log on to yourhomeradio.net. Join us again next Saturday at 8 a.m. And thank you for listening. This has been Your Home Radio on 98.1 The Lake, a presentation from the Whitfield Media Group.